Hello and welcome to Compo Junto's special CBJ binge episode for Marvel's The Punisher Season 1. I'm your host, Octavius A. Newman. I'm the creative director of Bear Fruit, and I'm here with my co-host, Adam Jigsaw Tetris. Oh, I was expecting John Bernthal, but you hit me with the Jigsaw. We used Jigsaw before, but it was, it. it was just right. I can't remember the first time you used Jigsaw. Who knows? Was that in relation to Billy Russo? I haven't the slightest. Uh, <laughs> but internet, just before we get started, just note that this is going to be a spoiler review of Marvel's The Punisher Season 1 just dropped on Netflix, 13 episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, if you're new to Comic Junto, every Comic Book Junto episode is somebody's first. First thing we want to do is say, welcome, thank you for coming, and this is a podcast about the philosophy of geek culture, which means we are going to talk about things, geek culture, and geek culture encompasses all kinds of stuff, movies, TV shows, comic books, anime, cosplay, hip-hop. Netflix streaming. Netflix streaming. Yeah. All kinds of stuff. But mm-hmm. today, we're going to be focusing on Marvel's property, Marvel's IP, who they decide to partner with Netflix with, which is The Punisher. Mm-hmm. So, here's how we get down. We finna spoil this. Yeah. And there's this thing called the Blackout Congregation, mm-hmm. which I'm very, 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 very deeply involved with. Okay? <laughs> That's putting it lightly. Uh, yes. And um, the whole idea is love yourself. This is what this is about. <laughs> this is about self-care. This is about self-love. It's about looking out for, for you. Mm. G- giving yourself the best things that God has for you. Mm-hmm, okay? Mm-hmm, uh-huh. And the thing is, there's a level of enjoyment that one has when they don't know what's coming. That's right. So spoilers. Mm-hmm. We are going to spoil this. If you have not watched 13 hours of The Punisher, you might not want to listen to this. And we're doing this a little bit differently. When we did a CBJ binge episode for Stranger Things 2, we did a two-parter. Yes. Uh, We had decided we wanted to make it a more social event. Yeah. We watched half of that season with a lot of people, and we watched the second half on the separate day. We did two separate episodes yes now we ain't doing it like that this time right we're doing the entire first season of punisher mm-hmm. all in one go mm-hmm. which means if you are halfway through the show we are going to talk about the conclusion of the show we're, we'll talk about the finale right don't chance it right don't chance it heads up also spoilers for daredevil season one and two that's right also spoilers for jessica jones season one spoilers for luke cage season one spoilers for whatever that other show that came out with the dude who the white dude looks like <laughs> does does you know i'm not even gonna say danny it. bland yeah yeah shout out no yeah whatever. punisher has better fight scenes uh i mean like also spoilers, spoilers for the, the defenders as well yeah so the reason why we're saying spoilers because if you don't know all that stuff in some way shape or form connects so we might be referencing some of those things yeah. but look out for yourself you have been warned we're going to do it we're going to talk about it we're going to go do deep dive in detail and we're going to have a geek culture philosophical discussion which That's means right. we're going to talk about punisher and not only what happened but how it affects our culture our community and the world around us That's how right. do we see it how does it how does it filter into the way we live our lives in light of what we've seen and consume so spoilers 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 the wall is going up if you continue past this you know what time it is three two one spoilers it it is your fault right if you're still here you know what this is we're glad you're here if you are still here let me start by offering a description of this series Mm -hmm. punisher the netflix series is a continuation of the introduction to the character that of the of the title uh, and uh, he mm-hmm. was introduced to us in Daredevil Season 2. 
John Bernthal played the titular character, the Punisher, Frank Castle. Yeah. And in Daredevil Season 2, all kinds of things were going on. John Bernthal was on a rampage. He was getting vengeance against the people who took his family away from him. And at the end of Daredevil Season 2, mm-hmm. Frank Castle was presumed dead. Yeah. But we know. We know what time I mean, like We know. So in this series, there's a continuation of Frank's mission to exact revenge. Right. So many more things. The description that goes along with this show is as follows. Mm-hmm. After the murder of his family, Marine veteran Frank Castle becomes a vigilante known as the Punisher with only one goal in mind, to avenge them. With his revenge now complete, Frank's wartime past comes back to haunt him. Yes. And that's where we begin. That's where we begin. Mm-hmm. So before we get into this, we want to say thank you to a couple people. We want to say thank you for everybody who's been rocking with us since day one. Oh, yeah. Who's been A1 since day one. Thank you for all the new people who are listening. And thank you to our Patreon members. Mm-hmm. Thank you for everyone who has decided to support the Junto by be- becoming a patron and pledging at the various different levels. Please go to patreon.com forward slash comic book Junto to check out ways that you can help the Junto continue to grow and flourish and blossom so that we can do more stuff like this. Mm-hmm. Um, also, we want to let you know how we're going to be grading this. We have a letter grade system that we use. Yep. So we go A, B, C, D, F, like the American school grading system. A, being one of the best movies or TV shows you've ever seen. B, above average. C, average. D, below average. F, one of the worst TV shows or movies movies you've ever seen. That's right. So, be thinking about this as you're listening, because we want to hear from you. Tweet at Octavius A. Newman, at Adam Tedderis, at Comic Book Junto. Send an email to comicbookjunto at bearfruit.com. That's B-3-A-R-F-R-U-I-T dot com. Let us know what your letter grade is after you've seen all 13 episodes, after you've listened to our CBJ Binge movie um, um, series review. Let us know what your letter grade is. Yeah. Um, I'll probably be designing a little flyer poster put up on Instagram. You can leave your comments under that. That'll be under um, at Octavius Anyone or under um, at Comfort Junto on Instagram. That's as right. Well. So shout out to y'all. Mm-hmm. But be thinking, what is your letter grade? What do you give this? And keep in mind, your letter grade. You yeah. don't have to measure this against anybody else. No, no, no. That's not the point. Your letter grade and not just what it is, but why. Uh, I, mm-hmm. I like when people have a letter and an explanation of where that came from. Yeah. How they arrived at that one. So let's start how we usually start with at least the one shots and, and, and our last CBJ binge. Mm-hmm. Gut reaction on season one of Netflix, Marvel, The Punisher. Mm-hmm. What is your gut reaction to this entire season? Gut reaction, finishing the series, sitting there on the sofa, thinking about it. And I go, that was The Punisher. Mm-hmm. That. That was him. Hmm. That was Frank Castle. That was not watered down. That was not made for TV. That wasn't, oh, we got to shorten it down to two hours. That wasn't, oh, we can't be too violent. Or, oh, we can't. Nope. That's the point. Yes. That's him. Hmm. I feel like that is going to be when you say the Punisher Mm -hmm. to people from this moment forward, the same way for a lot of people. For example, when you say the Joker, some people hear, hello, bats. Like mm-hmm. they hear Mark you know, Hamill. Mark Hamill. Yeah. Other people hear, they see Jack Nicholson. Other people see Heath Ledger. And some people, no, no, unfortunately. That, that, that's it. No, that's it. There's nothing else. Oh, they, there are no other people. There is nobody else. That's All right, it. moving forward. So now, <laughs> there were some people. Ah, ah, ah. Nah. We don't, we, we we don't, don't want any beef? We don't acknowledge that guy. <laughs> 
Um, yeah. So I think now when people go to Punisher, they're going to go John Barenthal. Yeah. When you, I, re- I when you read you. the Punisher, you're going to hear, yeah, is that, is that right? Is that, is that what you think? That's what, that's, that's, that's what you think how this goes? <gasps> that is that is that what you just did is John Bernthal yeah. doing Punisher, and I mean, that's a lot to say. I yeah. mean, given that we've had, I mean, surprisingly had a lot of Punisher movies. They, we've we've had a lot. We've had yeah. Tom Jane. We've had uh, uh, Dolph the, Lundgren. Dolph Lundgren. We we've had a lot of Punisher depictions, mm-hmm. which is I say surprising because he ain't Spider Man. <laughs> Like this, yeah. this is not yeah. this is not a character that is always very friendly for everyone. Mm-hmm. It, never friendly for everyone. So th- there've been a lot of attempts to get this this but character. This is the first attempt from Marvel. Yeah. Because the movie rights for Punisher has been with other people. Is mm-hmm. that correct? Uh you know, I, that's something that I would actually have to look into cuz I'm not exactly sure. Uh, the last Punisher movie that was made, Punisher Warzone. Punisher Warzone, that was in 2008. Mm-hmm. Uh and that was Ray Stevenson. That was a different Punisher from yes. Thomas Jane, and yep. Tom Jane was the one that a lot of people, I think, they they think of the Punisher and they think of Thomas Jane and really Kevin Nash and uh, oh, Dirty yeah, Laundry yeah, 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 and that yeah, yeah. short. I, I think Thomas Jane really badly wanted to embody the Punisher, and so it was easy to see that connection, even if the films were not necessarily all the way there. Um, so I, I don't know. I would need to look into that and how that worked exactly. If you've seen any Punisher movies, though, mm-hmm. this show is different from that. Yes. R- r- real different. Yes. From all of that. Absolutely. What is your gut reaction after seeing it? My gut reaction was... My gut reaction is paired with a couple of things. You know how I felt going into this show. Why don't you tell... I know. We'll tell the internet what you Sure. Thought. I was not excited for this show because for a number of reasons one we've had this conversation on on cbj uh right now in the midst of america and current events uh the the style of escapism that i am looking for i adam uh, uh jigsaw tetris am looking for is not shoot em up gun frenzy that's just mm-hmm. not my escapism mm-hmm. the escapism right now so this was not something i was especially excited about punisher has never necessarily been my favorite ip i wrestle a little bit with his his symbol and his fan base right now and um netflix has been striking out with me the netflix marvel pair uh defender iron fist iron fist and defenders those last two were like um yeah um, so no. you know going into a new netflix show a new netflix marvel show that is 13 hours of content i was just not hype i wasn't so my gut reaction was that was way different than i expected mm-hmm. way different or way better both okay both that was way different, a lot better than I expected. Mm-hmm. More nuanced and interesting. Mm-hmm. I have more to chew on. Mm. I'm thinking. More. Yeah, yeah. I have a lot of things I'm very eager to talk about now on this show. Now right. that you and I are in the room, right? Because I don't think it was all perfect. No. Nothing is okay. But uh, I, I was. Yeah, I I caught myself thinking, yo, I had built up this force field around myself, Hmm. and over the course of this show, that started coming down. Okay, tell me about this force field. Well, this force field was like, don't keep keep 
keep a suspicion. Keep a suspicion that this is going to be a waste of time. Why is that? Because Defenders was a waste of time. Oh, okay. And Iron Fist was a waste of time. Yes. And I didn't actually love Daredevil season two. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I thought Frank Castle was good in it, and John Bernthal as Frank Castle was good. Yeah. But I didn't. I didn't think that I needed more. I wasn't. I wasn't in the mood for more. Mm-hmm. It was like I got what I wanted out of that. I, I didn't need to revisit it. Okay. So my force field was built with all these things to keep me skeptical, and I was watching these episodes and in and out. I'm like, oh, that was interesting. Yeah. That was more interesting than I thought. And wouldn't you know it? These actors are killing it. This is the best Marvel Netflix show they've done. Ooh. Like all told. All of them. Better than Jessica yes. Jones, yes. better than Daredevil yes. one. Yes. Wow. Yeah. How do you feel about that? I feel like it's the best Marvel Netflix show <laughs> they've ever done. <laughs> yeah. I think that this is my kind of this is my kind of storytelling. This is my kind of television. This yeah. is my kind of think about like this is not easy. Mm. I like that. Yeah, not I easy. I like is that true. it's not oh, we talk about this all the time. Mm-hmm. Just do the right thing. Sure. Simple. Easy, you know, just there's the bad guy, you're the good guy, bad guy, stop being bad, good guy, be good. Sure, and if the bad guy stops being bad, then only be bad enough to take the good guy out, mm-hmm. and then that's that's what being a good guy is in the end. Sure, and it's like, I mean, whose life is like that? Yeah, not who's really. Wor- whose world is that? I'm not dealing with Punisher level things, but my life ain't like that. Yeah, there's a whole lot of nuance, and I love nuance. And on Comic Book Junto, we talk about nuance a lot mm-hmm. because um, we live in a time period where everything everything has a hot take mm-hmm. from somebody. Yeah, and I like things that really, really, really force you or really try to k- encourage you to go. Well, slow down. Hold on. There's more to it than that. Yeah. And this show for 13 hours really walked you through a range of emotions. Definitely. It presented characters to you and you go, okay, I know. And then you're like, oh, oh, that's what they went through? Yeah. Oh, well, that makes me think of it differently. Oh, oh man, how could they, that that's that's a terrible thing to do. Oh, what did what did they do to that person? Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, that's different then. Yeah. You know, and it really starts to give you insight into things that make you go, oh, insight changes my perspective. Mm -hmm. Insight changes my conclusion. Mm -hmm. Insight makes me slow down to come to a judgment or conclusion. It actually makes me go, well, dang, I don't know what the right answer is. Yeah, I like that kind of stuff. I I like that kind of storytelling. I want to establish a a few things before we get into the things we like and the things we don't like. Okay. Um, One of the things I want to establish is how absolutely differently this show feels than any of the other Marvel Netflix programs. Okay. Uh, I, I don't know if you would agree, but this felt like it had a very fundamentally different tone and not just that, but it felt very separated from the rest of the Marvel Netflix MCU. Yes. I mean, yes. we're not, no one's talking about Danny Rand. Yes. No one says Kunlun. And if you've been listening to Comic Book Junto, what have you heard me say multiple times? When I open a Punisher comic book, who do I want to read a story about? Uh, it's about Punisher. I don't want to, what is Danny Rand doing in my Punisher book? That's right. You know? And when I read, when, when I, Watched the show, I was like, yup, 
Mm-hmm. This is a Punisher story. Sure. It's not a Luke Cage story. It's not a Jessica Jones story. It's not a Daredevil story. It's not a Spider-Man story. It's not a, and the Infinity Gauntlet. Like, I don't... Yeah, yeah. But what, that's not about. That's not what I came here. But I for. think what we've grown accustomed to, especially because Netflix and and Marvel has have given us this time mm-hmm. and time again, is the phrase "it's all connected." Right. And for the first time in many years, mm-hmm. they just let that one drop for a little bit. Yes, it's in New York City. Yeah. Yeah, it's in the MCU. Yeah, and, and we and we're this not is... ever gonna like apart from Karen Page and Punisher himself and the cop and, and the cop and the arms dealer and well. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. you're right. Mm-hmm. But but apart from a, only a few core characters, yep. that's it. We're we're not name dropping other characters. We're not pursuing the it's all connected, strewn all over the place. No night nurse. Yeah. No no uh, Matt. No Foggy. Yeah. yeah, and that's no sig- Lun. That's significant. That's significant because that. I don't know. I think that works in its favor and also against it. Tell me more about that. In its favor. Because you you and I have mentioned this before with respect to DC, with Marvel, with anything. We want unique stories. We we want new. Give me something new. And when you get yeah. when you get bogged down in something else, sometimes it feels like you've got to pay the debt to other programs, other characters, the larger brand, maybe. And that means that uh you don't always get the one hundred percent original best. Story. The idea is for me to enjoy any Marvel comic book, I must yeah. buy them all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I mean, like that's absurd. That's Maybe too much. I just don't. And again, we're how many years into superhero movies? Right. You know what I mean. So right. I think we're starting to turn the corner because we're coming up on a. Are we past the decade? Uh, I think we're coming, yeah. coming, yeah, we're coming up, up, to, up on it. Yeah. So I, I think so, Iron Man was two thousand six. Yeah. So we're turning the corner to where we actually have enough data and enough experience with something to go. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think I have an educated opinion. Like. That's based off of I've seen every single one of these movies right. that has come out, and that everything means everything from Hellboy to Constantine to The Matrix to Iron Man yeah. to now Justice League and now to The Punisher. So I got enough under my belt to mm-hmm. go, man. I prefer this. Yeah. I don't want to have to watch the next Iron Fist. I don't want to have to. Mm-hmm. Just like. When I walk into a comic book store, I don't have to pick up Iron Fist. How many times have you heard someone else say, uh, when you're talking about the Netflix shows especially, mm-hmm. uh, somebody else will say, uh, I, I want to watch Iron Fist, but only because I, I want to watch Defenders also. Yeah. I feel like I got to watch one so I can watch the other. Yeah. And one, that's not true. Skip Iron Fist completely. Yeah. Do not go, pass code. Wa- watch a five minute. Here's what happened. And I, t- TL did not watch. Here's what you need to do. Listen to the CBJ. There you go. Listen to our episode about Iron Fist. Mm-hmm. And you're good. Good. That's it. Done. Um, Punisher doesn't feel like it asked you to ever do that. They will mention some things about Daredevil season two, yeah. but it is not really dependent. And it's not on even Daredevil about because it's just an, like. The way they do it is like they say, hey, you know, you represented Frank Castle in the past. Mm-hmm. We're good here. Established. Or, or, you know, you were on trial before. I'm just like you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're good. We're, it's established. Okay. Move, moving on. And that means we get a show that is more of a CIA thriller and an examination of 
the way that veterans do or do not integrate back into society mm-hmm. after and, going to war. And conversations about gun control. Gun control and, and PTSD violence and, and violence. Yeah. Uh, we have an examination of those things rather than what I think it was advertised as, which was the Punisher show. Oh, I don't know what it's advertised as because you know how I get it. The trailers, I will say, were, I think were misleading. Really? Because the trailers very much are... Do you like seeing people get shot in the fucking face? Hell yeah! Punisher! I gotta watch some trailers. That was what the trailers... Aquaman was in the trailers? Yeah! (laughs) Yeah! Yeah, Aquaman... Jason Momoa is in it. I don't know why, but he takes his shirt off halfway through the Punisher trailer. It's weird, man. He just came in and he's like, okay, check out these pecs. (laughs) Yeah, okay, whatever you say. He starts speaking Dothraki, some Game of Thrones stuff in there. Like, which movie are you in? But but the way that this show was advertised was to the fan base of the Punisher. If you like the skull and what the skull looks like, then you got to watch The Punisher. The show that I got was not what I expected. It was not as advertised. Mm. And I think that it was better. Now, on the flip side, there is, I think, a downside to being so separated from the MCU. Okay. And that is, it was almost confusing how much like our real world, Mm. this world is. Well, I'm going to tell you, that's what... They never talk about an alien invasion. They never talk about That's Hydra. They never talk about are, though. Sure, sure. But you know I, mean, I mean, like you know, That's we're talking. Cool we are about talking it. about CIA. We are talking about the government. But we never talk about the fact that like the the government was overthrown once by the Hydra. I feel right. like that would affect someone somehow. Yeah. Somewhere. Yeah. And instead, we are focused on the actual American war on terror. Mm-hmm. And that's interesting. Yeah. Because that means I start looking at things through different lenses. Okay. And that means when we do get the super violent Punisher, I'm more critical of it because now it's more in the real world and less in fiction. Well, I'll tell you, this this show really does cause me to want to have a conversation about a lot of things mm. because, I, I mean, I was I was watching... Her last episode with my wife. And she was like, oh my gosh, this is so violent. And I said, yeah, you know, and I'm just watching. And then there's the scene where, you know, Frank is literally dragging Billy's face across that glass. And he is blood curdlingly. I mean, he's acting because I swore, I swore he was die i mean he i sw- he, he might as well have been burning him you know what yeah. i mean burning him alive the way he was screaming shout and, out to ben barnes who yeah. acted his ass off as billy russo uh literally who, who, acted his face off yeah who actually did <laughs> i uh <laughs> he actually acted his face off that is so true but like i mean shout out to ben barnes who who could have played a pretty one-dimensional villain mm-hmm and the same goes for John Bernthal. The same goes for uh, Amber Rose Riva, who played Dina Madani. Mm-hmm. You know, all of these characters could have played one note. And oh, no. They, Nobody does. And they didn't. Nobody does. And and they could have because Marvel's done that. Yeah. I'm Danny Rand. I'm the immortal Iron Fist. <laughs> yeah. Defender of Kunlun. Right. Also, exactly. I have a lot of money. I just bought this building. Exactly. Because I, I was bored. Yeah. Even Shut in, up, Danny Rand. Even in the shows that I like, sometimes we only get that one note. And I there's, was, I mean, there's I a was level even really impressed. In contrast, yeah, you go back and you look at Luke Cage, and you go, "This is a cartoon. This is a cartoon." Yeah, you know, because Luke Cage is pretty one note. It's yeah. not very. There's not a whole lot of depth to what 
Luke's doing for us. Sure. You know, I would say with Daredevil, there is a lot more depth and nuance to where he's going with it. Mm-hmm. And with Jessica Jones, there's a lot there too. Mm-hmm. But the other couple, a couple guys. But anyway, what I was saying is, Alexis is saying to me, she goes, this is so violent. And she goes, and you're just looking at it. Hmm. You just, you just, you're just looking at it. Hmm. Like, you're not bothered by that? I said, no. Why not? Why why not? Because I've been watching stuff like this since I was eight or nine years old. That's number one. And number two, it's in context. This is the 13th hour. It is. Of a, of a, of a, of a story. They waited a long time to really go ham. This is, this is all within context. This all means something, Mm -hmm. you know? It's not like he's just violent for violence sake to be violent and doing violence. You know, he's hmm. not just dragging someone's face across glass. Like you don't understand where they are, what this place means, mm-hmm. what he has done, mm-hmm. the betrayal, what role he has played, and what and all of that stuff comes to culminate to I'm going to drag your face across glass. Mm-hmm. And you're supposed to, Alexis, I bet they would be like, we did it. If you, if they could hear you right now, they'd go, yes. Mm-hmm. That's exactly how you're supposed to feel. You're supposed to feel Frank Castle is an absolute maniac. Yeah. Yeah, he is. And I get it. Ooh, I feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Good. Yes. Because... He feels, Frank feels uncomfortable. Frank isn't like, this is, this is awesome. Sure. That's the whole point of the whole PTSD conversation. It's kind of like, I don't know how to function with normal people. Like, I'm used to violence. Mm -hmm. I'm used to sleeping in a foxhole. I'm used to cold. Mm -hmm. I'm used to wearing boots all the time. Yeah. Like, I'm comfortable with the cold steel of a, of a gun next to me. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to sleep next to my wife anymore. I, this is odd to me, you know? So sure. you're supposed to literally go, this is disturbing. It's like, yeah, get in my head for a second. It is disturbing. Hmm. You know, like this is not sunshine and rainbows. Yeah. Like every single day is a struggle to kill myself, kill somewhere else, or just like, I don't know what to do with myself. Yeah. And I can say, I've never been to them. I've never been to the military, but I went to military school mm-hmm. for all four years of high school. And I wanted to go to the military. I wanted to be in the special forces because there was a time where I was just like really excited about, you know, being in, in all that kind of stuff. Cause yeah. that's the community you're in. And I remember when the, like there was all this talk, the nine 11 and all this talk of war and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, yeah, fam, I'm not doing that. Mm. And now years later, I look back and I'm like, I'm so thankful I didn't do that. Yeah. Because these cats are coming back messed up. And they don't have, I I mean, I'm speaking from a perspective that is not experiential, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't seem like our veterans are taken care of for the most part. Many of them are not taken care of in the, the real nuanced, careful, thoughtful, delicate way that they need support yeah, you got to imagine, hey, 18-year-old, go out there. Cause I will tell Not you, a fully formed, I, like, totally done human I being. I will tell you this. I've never been in the military, mm-hmm. but I have been in a military system for sure. a very long period of time. Uh-huh. I've been to boot camps. I've done, I've done all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I remember 
and some of the stuff that I could kind of, I never been there, kind of relate to mm. was I remember being robotic oh, okay. in order to survive. Sure. And when I say survive, I mean stay out of trouble, get stuff done, yeah. keep yeah, my yeah, privileges. Yeah. Um, but there's a level of like training. And I remember feeling like in a boot camp, I could do anything. Mm. Like there's nothing I couldn't do. I almost felt like unstoppable mm-hmm. because it's like my brain had decided that I could. Yeah. Climb that. Yes, sir. Swing off that. Yes, sir. Like climb down from that. Yes, sir. Jump over that. Yes, sir. Sure. It's you know what I mean? You just kind of and then when you come out of that, I remember when I got out of military school, this I am in no way, shape, or form trying to compare myself at all to our veterans. At all, at all, at all. But I remember people would be like, Why do you talk like that? Yeah. Like, talk like what? Like, why do you stand like that? Have you been in the military before? And I was like, No. But there was a way that I carried myself that was just kind of the the routine they talk about you wake up you make your bed and this is what you do to stay out of trouble yeah. this my mentality was stay out of trouble yeah imagine if it's to stay alive yeah and then you're brought back and you know you maybe your your family's not there or money's not there or mental health isn't straight and all that kind of stuff I mean, go out there and give your life and kill all these people and then come back and add a boy, go get a job at Walmart. Yeah, and Frank talks about that in the the final episode when he finally actually attends the support group and he talks about the deafening silence. You, you have to come up with ways to cope and survive during the time that you're in war, yeah. when you're in that environment. Yeah. And when all of that goes away, all of the ways that you've trained yourself to live are gone. Yeah. And now what? Yeah. I, you know, I... Man... I was almost dreading having a conversation about this show because my thoughts are still forming about it. Yeah, yeah give me but some. But I'm also up. I'm also happy that I'm thinking about it, which I was. Mm-hmm. I mean, to be honest with you, I wasn't expecting to be thinking about this show. I, I know, just, I, I just know. didn't. But I, you know, what's so funny? I was. Why is that? Because, to me, okay, Adam, you've known me for millennia, mm-hmm. and. People who've been listening to me, listen to this show, I, I'm sure there's a level to which you maybe you feel like you know me. Yeah, I always talk about Batman mm-hmm. because the thing is, Batman is crazy. He's crazy. Yeah, right. And I remember in our Facebook group there was a conversation about what's the draw of the Punisher. I don't understand. Mm-hmm. You know, what's the point? He kills a bunch of people. Sure. And I was just kind of like, no, I don't look at it like that. I'm going why does he kill people? That's what I always want to know. Why do you kill people? Mm -hmm. Why is there, why is there this guy who says it's up to me Mm -hmm. to go be the exterminator? I'll put myself on the line to go in this form of justice revenge kind of thing. There's this logic in my head that goes, this is justice or if it's not justice oh well Mm -hmm. who is that who is that guy like what's what's happening in there it's not like you just blew that guy's brain i mean why are we watching mindhunter sure it's the same kind of thing like why 
The well, whole point. Mindhunter is interesting too because I didn't my, finish it. No spoil. We're not going to do spoilers. We're not going to do spo- spoilers. But Mindhunter is focusing on nonfiction. Mm-hmm. It it is a dramatic retelling of of you know the origin of how we study serial killers yeah. and so on. But it is focused on nonfiction. That mm-hmm. they, those are real people. Mm-hmm. So when I think about Mindhunter and why we watch it, I'm literally thinking, why are we being entertained by this? What is it about me and an audience that is drawn to this? I'll tell you for me, I like, and I mean, I know that I never, I believe that I will never fully understand until I meet my creator mm-hmm. and I'll, and I, I believe I'll be eternally going, huh, mm-hmm. really? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like eternally, I'll be like, no way. Yeah. What? Why, why'd you do this? Oh, okay. Like I like to discover. I like to understand. You've told. Can you mind sharing with the internet what you told me that one time where I was like seeking truth? <laughs> well, okay. This is a conversation that in in some flavor, in some verbiage, happens all the time. Yes. But uh, Octavius and I will sometimes reach an impasse where I am less interested than Octavius he's very, is. He's being very polite. It, it, this is like my diplomatic version. Adam is being but, very but polite. It's, uh, you uh, want to give him, give him the more uh, raw well, I'm trying version? To, I'm trying to remember <laughs> what this specific uh, uh, subject matter was. But what, it, what I know we reached is you wanted to have more information about uh, people in a scenario that were, aren't necessarily close to you. Yeah. Right, that aren't like affecting you directly in mm-hmm. some way. Mm-hmm. You know, we you don't have to deal with yeah. in some way. And and I had asked you, almost aggravated, I would say, like, why do you want to have this? Why do you want the truth so bad? Why are you so obsessed with finding the truth? Mm-hmm. Because for me, I'm like, that's that that is not my circus. Those are not my monkeys. <laughs> I'm over here. I got my own that's a thing. Very, very interesting comment. That, that is it. That is that's I get an what old. You're saying, but that is funny. an old Ukrainian phrase. And I'm. I'm. I don't Polish. have. I don't know. I can't hear a Ukrainian. I'm. In my head. I, well, I mean, it's not. They, they, I it's just a different got, I just language. Got a random, random Russian. So I got different my, language. Go it's adjacent. It. It's Russia adjacent. Got you. But uh, I am. I'm uh, Polish in heritage, mm-hmm. and uh, a, a phrase that m- my extended family would use is "That is not my circus. Those are not my monkeys." Mm-hmm. And the, the language there is important. That refers to other. Mm-hmm. And I'm pointing that. Mm-hmm. It's apart from me. Right. Those I'm pointing. Yes. It's apart from me. Yeah. And it's your way of like looking at something. Like there's a whole mess going on over here. I can involve myself. I can bring it upon myself. Mm-hmm. I can gravitate toward it yep. and, and muddy myself in these waters. Yeah. Or I don't have to. Yeah. And sometimes you're already in the thick of it and you need to step away and be like, hold up. This ain't got nothing to do with me. Yeah. So, you know, from time to time, what I find is I, I find peace and and my, my own settling into the world mm-hmm. by looking at some of these scenarios and having to remind myself of my station or right. my position and say not for, it's not for me to do yeah not now or not yet but that's my my stance yeah whereas you you are like a vigilante for the truth <laughs> you are you are that you are, gotta catch them all all the all the truth iman yeah truth iman exactly yeah. And so they, sometimes we're, we're different in that way. And I, I respect uh, uh, and admire your, your quest. And I think sometimes you are, um, you, your nature forces you 
to pursue things more than I have the steam to do so. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And I, like, to, you and go I, ahead and find it. I'm and just I got to chill out. Let me just a lot sit of down. Times, like, I go, Oh, am I doing too much? Adam's like, this is, <laughs> this is starting to become a lot. Like, all right, cool. My bad. Yeah. So, so I mean, hence why CBJ yes. exists. Yeah. So that's, so, so that's one of my things that I really, really look forward to. And that's why going back to our justice league, you know, one shot, which you can go check out. That was one of my major pet peeves about this is like, you didn't explain why. Yeah. I want to know why. Yeah. Tell me why this matters. Why is this happening? Who is that? What does that person have to do with this person? How mm-hmm. does this all connect? Yeah. And that's one of the things about Batman. That's really interesting to me when he's written certain ways, which is like, oh, that's why. Mm-hmm. So that's why. When you look at violence, I think is a really, really interesting conversation that we can have when it comes around this. Because this show is NC-17 almost. Yeah. Would you agree? At times, absolutely. Yeah, this is a super, I mean, more violent than The Wire, more violent than Breaking Bad, more violent. I mean, it's kind of Sons of Anarchy-ish, but it's even more violent than Sons of Anarchy in some scenarios. Sure, sure. You know, and that violence, it really led me to think like... When is like violence okay? Is violence okay? Is it justified? Things about the, the the things that come to my mind is vengeance, revenge, truth, and justice and violence. Hmm. Like all of those things are the big themes that kind of float to the top for me. Hmm. You know, and whose job is that? Whose responsibility is that is that? Because that comes into government, that comes into gun control, that comes into, you know, taking care of our veterans and PTSD and all that all of that stuff is kind of touched on in this. And what it does for me is it goes, Yup. <clears throat> and it just goes dot dot dot. We- it doesn't go, this is right, this is wrong. It goes, this is. Yeah. This is. I, I agree with you. And I, w- I wonder, are you comfortable with that? In what sense? With the, usually we save this portion of our analysis for later in Too late. our review. We but did. like, as far as the message, if we were to talk about the message, mm-hmm. do you think you grasp the message of this show? Is there a message? And if so, what is it? Um, what I got from it is there's more... This is a this is a very very like it's not like a how can you boil it down? No, I mean, well, it's this it's not a statement you never heard before, but Uh. everything ain't black and white. Like the Punisher logo. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not all black and white. (laughs) Like the two mugs at the very end. And I think that's what everybody right. (laughs) That's what everybody wants to do with Frank Castle. Hmm. You know, that's what we kept seeing, which is like he's dead. He's alive. He's a vigilante. He's a good guy. He's a bad guy. He's this, he's that. Mm-hmm. And then ultimately, it's kind of just like, it's nuanced. Hmm. It is not black and white. Mm-hmm. I mean, because I think what people want to do is they, they it's, the, it's the Scarface thing. You need people like me to point your fingers and say, that's the bad guy. Like, you need mm-hmm. to, to contrast yourself with someone else mm-hmm. to go... I'm bad, but I'm not as bad as that guy. Therefore, that makes me good. Sure. You know? Sure. I'm a good person because you're worse than me. Sure. And I think what Frank does, Frank goes, I am what I am. Hmm. You know, I'm, I don't know what right and wrong is. Hmm. I'm doing like what I think is appropriate. Mm Mm-hmm. 
but I'm also flawed. So in that story, he's a very honest, 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 honest guy, mm-hmm. you know, and he's taking action and doing things that he doesn't even know if they're right or not. Sure. And he's not Superman where he's kind of just like, I love the universe because I believe that there's good out there. <laughs> and he's more of the Batman is like, are you stupid? Sure. Good. Sure. Have you seen what I've seen? You, you must ain't seen nothing. Sure. And that's some people's reality. Yeah. Some people's reality is that. So, yeah. I don't know if that answered the question. I mean, mostly it's a roundabout way. And this is one of the reasons I mentioned I almost dreaded this conversation because there's so much work that I have to do for myself as I try to unravel how I feel about this show. I watched the show for 13 hours. And at the very end, I have to think, what is happening in my mind? You mind mind sharing some stuff? Yeah, let me me start where I think I can start, which is my first relationship with the Punisher when I was a kid. I used to play a Sega Genesis game where you could play as the Punisher. Or Nick Fury? Or Nick Fury. That's that's in the, um, that's in uh, uh, Atomic. Oh, yeah? Yeah, that arcade game was on Atomic City Comics on South Street. No way. I didn't realize that. No way. Yeah, it's it's active and it works. See, and I used to love that game. And I I remember my my brother would play as as the Punisher. I would play as Nick Fury. Mm -hmm. And I liked... Nick Fury, by the way. Yeah, we're talking like old Hasselhoff, like Eyepatch, John, the the whole thing. Yeah. Um, I, I liked that game a lot. And the reason I bring that up is this is, you know, something that was introduced to me when I was a child mm-hmm. and I was playing video games where you punch, fight, shoot your way through everything. Yes. Right? And so what was sold to me at the time was the Punisher is cool. Why? The skull is cool. Oh, okay. And because guns are cool. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. And because you play army. Yeah. And because you watch movies where everybody shoots each other and you want to watch rated R movies and the ones that you can't watch, you can watch like Power Rangers and it's violent, but it's like low key violent. Yeah. And you'll graduate to the next violent. So I'm, you know, I'm a kid growing up in America, a young man who's raised on violence and violent entertainment. Mm-hmm. So back then, that was easy for me. I mean, it was very easy for me to understand. Guns are cool. Mm-hmm. Violence is cool. Mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat is cool. All yep. As time has gone on, I've had a more complicated relationship with all of that stuff. Yeah. You know, you start looking at yourself and thinking about those things. What would I do in situations as an adult? Am I uh, pro-gun? Am I anti-gun? Mm-hmm. Do, what do I think of the NRA? What do I think of the Second Amendment? Where do I place myself in a lot of conversations? And how do you have those conversations? Now, today, in 2017, I can tell you that I believe unequivocally guns aren't cool anymore. Can you explain that a little more to me? Yeah. In, in my life, <laughs> the the effect that that I've had up until this day, I'm I'm. Almost going to be 31. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that many years of a relationship with these ideas and these concepts, this media. Yeah, you're getting up there. Presently, guns are not cool to me because I'm surrounded by a world in which we have a mass shooting every week, yeah. every month. Yeah. You know, so many every year. Um, the, the United States of America, we have a lot of stuff going on. And it makes me want more thoughtful consideration of guns, gun control, all of those things. So guns are tools, yeah. And and there's this infinite conversation that loops back on itself all the time, and it's difficult to have, let alone by yourself. So I'm watching the show, and I'm thinking, man, 
I'm really surprised with the nuance, the the exploration mm-hmm. of these soldiers. I'm really taken by some of the cinematography, even when some of this stuff happening is a little on the nose. The fact that uh, Frank Castle is reading Moby Dick. I'm like, okay, you chasing that white whale. <laughs> so it's a little bit on the nose, but the way that the yeah. shots are framed, the way that the story is panning out, it's thoughtful. It's, yes. It was, it was interesting. Yes. It's set apart from the other Marvel Netflix shows. And I appreciate those things. And I'm thinking that is an expression of, of thoughtfulness. We're not just bull rushing in here. And I'm thinking about that. And then the intro of the episode starts. Okay. The intro of every episode for every, all, all of the 13 episodes is a really sexy gun. And we're seeing it in the silhouette. Mm-hmm. And it's, I mean, like, it may as well be a sports car. Yeah. And it's just floating in the darkness and the sheen. And damn, look at that. And then all the guns form Punisher's logo, yep. the skull. Yeah. And we see the title. And there it is. And I've, I kept feeling every single time, that is a different feeling than what the rest of the show is giving me. Okay. And I have to reconcile the different parts of the show. One wants, One is having a conversation about war, the army, militarization, violence, uh, uh, PTSD. I mean, a lot of things. It's having these frank, no pun intended, no pun assuring. Good good job. Conversations. And then the other one. Hold on. That's right. That's what I'm saying. No pun. Take a moment. Big pun. Frank, no pun. Big pun intended. Good job. Yeah. Good job. So uh, that's one part of it. And then another part of it is comic book Frank Castle like uses sledgehammer to kill all of his foes. He's he's basically home alone, the NC seventeen version. He like trapped it. this whole John. I get it. Yeah, you know. So I I think the show includes both of those versions and more. I don't think they blend well all the time. Not always. Mm-hmm. And I know I personally have a hard time blending both of those what what are the what are the what which parts hard to blend thoughtful uh consideration of gun control and ptsd and mm-hmm. army veterans mm-hmm. and violent basically like violent murder porn i'm dragging your face down the mirror and it's a super cool effect and it reminds me of the comic books but it's like here to show you how dope it looks and frank is obsessed with his own violence he's chasing his own violence and it's and guns are cool and I'm like, I'm, I'm struggling to articulate how I feel about any of it. Mm. And I'm thinking about it. Right. And I'm thinking like, I need to think about just the entertainment in general and what, what gets me off when I'm t- watching a show like this. Yeah. Am I excited to see people's faces get smashed in because I so want to know let me, the let drive? Me, let, me or? Ask let me ask, ask you this. Yeah. In a sense, are you? I'm, let me, let me, let me lead. Yes, I am. Sure. There's a there's a there's a there's a part of it that is cool to me mm-hmm. to see Rambo, to see Robocop, to see fill in the blank. Yeah. There's a level of that's a level of entertainment. Rambo and Robocop being, you know, uh, very different contexts. Total I mean, they have a little less predator a, a little commentary. I'm just what well, I'm what I'm saying what I'm saying is yeah. like the actual violence in and of itself. Yeah, 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 yeah. There is a cool factor in it because we read comic books. And oh, a large yeah, man. part play of video books games of is punching yeah. people in the face. Absolutely. And playing video games with I mean geek culture, violence plays a huge part in geek culture. Now it doesn't mean everything in geek culture is violent. Sure. But 
there is a large part of violence that's geek culture. And I think what that also communicates mm-hmm. is it reflects our life. Mm-hmm. Violence is a large part of our life. Sure. And the way you look at violence, I think it really does depend on what angle and what side of the violence you're on. Mm. You know, so it's a hard conversation to have. Sure. Because I know for me, I don't ever want to get in a physical altercation ever, ever again a day in my life. Ideally, of course. Never. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you the truth about how I feel about it. Mm. The reason why I don't want to get in a physical fight is because here's what I really, I, ha- I, I have to process it this way. I'm going to die or they're going to die. Mm-hmm. And I'm afraid of both. Mm. Mm-hmm. Do I still watch UFC? Yes. Yeah. Because it's fun to watch. Sure, sure. You know, you see what I'm, you know, so both of those are true mm-hmm. because being a person who's done martial arts, you know how to hurt somebody mm-hmm. and you understand that hurting somebody isn't as hard as you think. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Like you see someone in the movie pick up, uh, you know, um, uh, 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 a fake, a prosthetic leg and hit somebody in the face with it seven times. Correct. No, no, yeah. once yeah. and they're dead. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I don't want to get in a, in a fight. I don't want to get in a physical altercation. And at the same time, I can't wait to see Batman fight the Joker. Yeah, of course. You know what I mean? I, I, so I, both I, of those are, are real yeah. to me. Yeah. And I'm able to, to be in that reality of, man, yeah, that is a weird thing to like, do I want to go to gun range? Yeah. Right. Do I want to shoot guns? Yeah. Do I see John Wick do gun foo in John Wick 1 and 2 and I go, ooh, yeah, I want to learn how to do that. That right. seems cool. Do I ever want to have to kill somebody with a gun? No. Mm-hmm. Never. Mm-hmm. Will I literally light somebody up if it's between me and my family? You, if it's if it's me and my family versus you, you're dead. <laughs> not even thinking twice. <laughs> yeah. You are dead. And I'm not... So there's a reality to where everybody in my family, like my blood, has always been a gun in the house. Mm. Mm-hmm. Always. Mm-hmm. Nobody's ever like, yo, let's go kill somebody. Sure. But there's a level of protection. I remember the first time I found the gun under my grandpa's pillow. Yeah. And I was just like, I remember I was, I don't know what I was doing, but I found the gun and I was like, and that gun, and every now and then I would just check to see if it's still there. It was there forever. forever. It was always there. I never saw him like shoot it. But yeah. the whole idea was I got to protect my family. So there's a whole lot of nuance to violence. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't think grandpa ever wanted to have to, and he never had to when I was there. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Of course. And, and you know, uh, part of the reason why I'm, I'm thinking about these things as a departure from if if I watch Predator, I'm not asking these questions of myself. Right. The, the context the is important. The nature of the show. The is, nature of is the show is bringing up a lot of that stuff. Yeah, and you know, you see the way that Marvel as a company is affected by those conversations. Mm-hmm. You know, Comic Con happened not very long after the Vegas shooting. Yeah. And that meant that Comic Con at that the panel at Comic Con in which they were going to show footage from the Punisher and talk to the cast, mm-hmm. they just I mean, they put it on the. Yeah, they, they got rid of it wisely. So I believe because you know we, it's, we're talking about timeliness mm-hmm. and the opportunity for people to grieve and yeah. take their time. Yeah. And on a public uh, uh, the PR move, Marvel would have a hard time dancing around that. Be like, y'all want to watch people get lit up? Oh, it's now a bad time. <laughs> yes. Ooh. Yeah. So you know this show is 
it's happening in an interesting year. A few years ago, I don't know if I would have felt differently about it, if I would have been less critical, or maybe it would have been more important. I'm not sure. And when I'm being optimistic, I think one of the things Frank Castle and Billy Russo in this show say, they say, take a look at yourself in the mirror. Who do you see? What do you see? Right. And I take that to heart and I think they're talking to me. Hey, America audience, mm-hmm. look at yourself in the mirror. Mm-hmm. What do you see? Yeah. Do you like this show? What's going on? You, do you like when people get lit up? Do why? you like when eyes get gouged out? And why? You know, and, and why? And now that's when I'm being optimistic. When I'm being more skeptical and my, my shield is up, I'm thinking, I'm not sure this show has anything to say. Really? Yeah. I think it presents a lot of information and they, they do it in a, a well published, well-produced way. I'm not sure if it has anything to actually say. I think it said it though, no? What? Well, you for you, you said this exists, dot, 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 or yup, dot, dot, dot. And that wasn't a stance so much as it is just so info. So I think what's interesting um, about art and design is a little different. I don't know. We've talked about this on air. I know we've talked about it off air. The difference between is, art and design. Yeah. Art is expression. Mm-hmm. So one way to look at it is art asks questions. Mm-hmm. It doesn't necessarily answer questions. Sure. Design, on the other hand, has a, has, has a job to do. Yeah. So art is subjective in and of itself. What it is, it is subjective. It is my expression. It is sure. what I want to... So for you to say whether the art is good or not is your opinion. Yeah, of course. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's not necessarily, it doesn't necessarily have a job to do. Design, however, is more objective because it is measured. Did it do the job? Yes or no. Yeah. So whether something did the job or not determines whether design is good or not. Mm-hmm. If I like it or not is art. So I think art and design come together in a lot of ways. And by all means. You know what I mean? And when things are really, really good, they're beautiful and they do their job well. Mm-hmm. You know? So when I look at Punisher, one of the things that I wonder is, what was the intent? You know, design is the rendering of intent. It is, ex- it is executing your intentions. What was the intention? Because maybe the intention of the show was to go, welcome. You know what I mean? This exists. Hmm. This is real. Hmm. Slow down a second. Mm-hmm. Consider these things. That's what I mean by, yup. You know, so we can kind of even go back a little bit to 45. <gasps> what? I, I I didn't even, how, is this America? And people are like, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. it's been like this. This isn't my America. No, no, it is. It's been like this for a long time. You know, you get what I'm trying to say? So maybe the design, the intention of this is for people to go, hey. Yeah. Think on these things. Consider these things. These are hard. Here's another angle for you to look at it from. Because it's Democrat or Republican. It's red or blue. Mm-hmm. I mean, in a sense, it's blood or crip. It's like, which one? Pick one. It's Christian or Muslim. It's gay or straight. It's this or that. And it's kind of like, well, there's a lot of nuance here. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of in between. So, And maybe part of it is artistically using various ways to visually communicate what they're trying to say. Yeah. 
in a way that goes this what i'm visually showing wasn't supposed to answer a question yeah you know what i mean yeah, this, I do. Is, this is expression but the the overall thing of it was not to go and the meaning of life is yeah and it, it's an interesting the conundrum solution is. it's an interesting conundrum with punisher especially because yeah. the, the the symbolism of punisher the character himself mm-hmm. has sort of fostered uh, I, I can say you fostered a fan base that I don't agree with. Tell me more. Uh, we, I think we talked about this on the show when it came up uh, in, maybe it was in 2017. Yeah, it was in 2017, maybe about a year ago. Mm-hmm. Kentucky Police Department. Oh, that was this year? Yeah. Kentucky yeah. Police Department, they uh, put the Punisher logo decal all over their cars, mm-hmm. uh, along with the phrase, Blue Lives Matter. Yeah. And the Punisher logo for uh, a lot, and Punisher is a character, for uh, a lot of people who are you know, pro-gun and, and NRA um, maybe aligned, Punisher is a hero. You, know, you can't take my guns. Look, I, Punisher has all these guns and look what he does. Mm-hmm. He's a, he's a street level citizens, uh, saving people with guns. That's his deal. What's your power? Guns. I use guns. <laughs> right. You know? So, um, it's, it's interesting because over time, the Punisher symbol has been used by groups of people that I, I'm just not with. Mm. And that means when I see the Punisher symbol, I wonder who sees it. And how do they feel? I guess it's kind of like the brand of the Punisher. Yeah. Like, like, what's the gut feeling you get when you think the Punisher? Right, right, right. Exactly. Like, you know, now when I see it, I don't have the same, like, I love the Punisher. I love that video game on Sega Genesis. Uh, What up? I uh, I, I fucks with it. It's different now. Yeah. It's like... Oh, I wonder what that means. Like, hmm. who, who's flying that flag? And I think that's what the, the and, and what's interesting about it is, I think these thirteen hours of the Punisher is, you know, going. This is the Punisher. Hmm. It's not the video game. It's not you with your you know Under Armour shirt on <laughs> working out, and it's not you um, at the range. And it's also not not those things. Sure. It's this nuanced mixture of all of that. It's a com- it, it's the complicated relationship that America has with guns and violence and the army and 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 what comes back to we're all bad guys. Hmm. You know what I mean? We want to have that answer, and it's very very hard to say, man, I'm flawed, hmm. man, I'm a mess, mm-hmm. because we I really believe. It makes it easier for us to justify our goodness in contrast to the air quote bad guy. Mm-hmm. But when you make the bad guy relatable, you go, oh, "Am I a bad guy?" Because mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah. I get Billy. Yeah, I get Frank. Shoot, I even get the guy with the dead eye. Yeah, I get it. I understand it. I've been like that. I know a guy like that. I know a girl like that. Shoot, I'd blow somebody's head off if, oh no, am I a bad guy? Oh no, well, I'm a good person. No, 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 no. I'm a good person. I'm, I'm one of the good guys. Like, what's a good guy? Yeah. What is a good guy? It, it, that, that's hard. That's hard when you stand shoulder to shoulder to Frank Castle and go, in the right, wrong scenario, in the right, wrong day, with the right, wrong gust of wind, depending upon my background and my access, shoot, could I be the Punisher? Hmm. That's, that's real. You really got to dig in and go. That's like killing joke business. That's that's the way the Joker sort of presents himself to Batman. Mm-hmm. Just what you, one bad day. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and... And I think that's something that's really important to take the time to sit there and go, you know, 
what do I, what do I, what am I standing on? Mm-hmm. You know, when it comes to revenge, like I will be transparent. Something happens to my wife. Something happens to Zuri. I've already told Adam, if you're the one to deliver the information, I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah. I believe in Jesus. I want to believe in forgiveness and mercy and grace. There's grace for you. I don't know if there's going to be grace for you on that day. Yeah. If something happens to Zuri, I don't know. I want to believe that the Holy Spirit would, but I have no idea what I would do. Yeah. Something happened to my family. I don't know that I'm not Frank Castle. Sure. I want to believe I won't, but what I'm saying is is I see that I'm in need for something to keep me grounded, something to keep me connected, something to keep me cuz doing the air quotes right thing is easy when it's easy, but when it's hard, then that's really who you are. Mm-hmm. So that's why the difference between a superhero and a supervillain is what you do with your power and privilege, not if you have it, what you do with it. And Punisher puts you know himself I mean? Punisher puts himself in a, an interesting spot because Punisher is doing things with this good intent for some people. Right. You know, like saving Karen Page. But by, by the way, Karen Page, mm-hmm. I feel for you. Maybe you should just move to a different city. Uh, I'm like anywhere. Get Karen's out of New York, it. Karen. She, she's into it. But, I mean, your life has been tumult. She. That's what she, I believe that that's that's the life she's enjoying. Leading. <laughs> I guess. I don't think that Karen's like, man. I gotta get out of New York. I think Karen is like, this is what I do. This is my service. She, this, I, her service this is the role is I play. Being the hostage in every season, but busting off a cap in somebody's foot when it's time, which was great. That was a great cue. I, yeah. I really enjoyed that a lot. Um. But I, I think, uh, man, what was my point? What was I even? What was the point I was even trying to make? I was just saying on the right or wrong day. Oh yeah, so Punisher positions positions himself in a place where he will do heroic things for good people, mm-hmm. and also he will pursue vengeance to a really gross, unhealthy degree, mm-hmm. and go ham. Yeah. And Rollins, Agent Orange, he was dead minutes ago. And you're still going at it. And I don't think... And it's and and I need to look at that, not to say Punisher is awesome. But now in 2017, I'm like, huh, yo, Frank Castle is sick. But 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 am I sick? Are that, you? That, that, what, what I'm trying to say is, again, Scarface. Mm-hmm. That guy is sick. Mm-hmm. Finger pointing away. But I'm going, am I sick? Mm. You know... What am I going to do hmm. to the guy when I get my hands on him who's ruined my entire life? It's an interesting way. Am I going to play patty cake? I don't think Octavius is going to play patty cake. <laughs> I mean, it's an interesting way to watch the show. You know? I, I can say, as I was watching the show, it, it never actually crossed my mind to wonder what I would do in these situations. Mm. I never put myself in that possibility. Well, I guess I'm. I guess there's a sense where I'm following the narrative of who the character is. Because yeah. again... If Frank goes, it's all right. It's all right. You did what you thought was right. <laughs> no, no, that's it's not all right. That is not Frank. No, uh-uh. Wait a minute. Pause. Hold up. Let me get my phone out. And get on Twitter. What are y'all doing? The forgiveness punisher. Nah, the like punisher. The, the forgivener. <laughs> the forgivener. <laughs> nah, nah. But I'm, th- that's not because I'm rooting for him to do that. I'm just saying it would be odd. Mm. Like, yeah, Frank Castle's going to gouge that guy's eyes out. Yes. Hmm. That's exactly what he's going to do. Hmm. 
makes sense. I, I, I get it. I understand that. I'm not saying that that's what I would do sure. or I want to do. I'm sure. just going, the story connects and it's good storytelling. On a practical sense. level, let me ask you this. Would I guard somebody's eyes out? No, no. It depends. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. It all no, depends. No. The well, answer is always it depends. If I had to watch 13 episodes of Iron Fist, yes. Oh, it, de- yeah, and it depends. That guy would be my, my I'm the guy. I'll gouge my own let me eyes. Just say this, let me just say this one thing. I think that that moment, I don't want to pass by that moment. Well, would I? Everybody wants to say no. Mm-hmm. But have you ever been Frank Castle? <laughs> nah. That, that's my point. You're not Frank Castle. If you had gone through what he had gone through, who who would you be? You don't know. Mm-hmm. That is being... That, I think that's the kind of mentality that allows you to be merciful to people. Mm-hmm. And gracious to people and quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to anger, not so fast to judgment. You know what I mean? Because you go, what have you been through? Oh, man, I I don't know anything about what that's like. Let me slow down before I come to the conclusion about you're crazy. Maybe Mm. you are. But again, why? Mm. How did we? Who are you? How did you get here? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like the dude, Lewis. Like the, I, I want to give a, a, a shout out. I don't, look, I know you're listening. Daniel to Weber, this. Daniel Weber, I know shout you're out to you. To this. Lewis, uh, as a character, was so incredibly portrayed. I mean that that guy did an unbelievable job yeah. with that character yeah. at all times, and I was shaken by his performance. Mm-hmm. It was a lot. Yeah. Uh, and, and I was just always in awe of him. Do you think Lewis, when he went to the military, ever thought he'd be holding a dead man switch with a bomb connected to him? No. That's my point. Yeah. Lewis would never say he's that guy. Sure. I would never. I would never. Mm-hmm. I'm like, like, and I think it is when you have the realization that you could, you, you move different. Mm-hmm. You go, well, let me not put myself in this scenario because I know I'm not impenetrable. Mm-hmm. Let me make sure I get my mental health straight. Let me go see a counselor. Mm-hmm. Let me deal with this hurt. Let me have that conversation with that person because I could, if it's not for the, for, for, for my circumstances, my background, whoever's looking after me, your spiritual background, whatever, if it's not for those things keeping you on the ground, yeah, that's you. Yeah. And that's, that's where, I'm seeing it as so when I see this this character portrayed, this is a lot of people's reality. Yeah, this is people where they're sitting there. They don't like when when he was having that nightmare, and he got up and he almost killed his dad. Yeah, you could see he was terrified. Yeah, he's like, I don't want to be this way. But I'd rather die. Mm-hmm. So at least then it would stop. Well, there's an interesting you know? there's an interesting parallel with Lewis and Punisher mm-hmm. because Lewis is committing these acts of violence to to get his message out to talk about the the threats to people like him to veterans to the America uh, the America that he knew and fought for. Yeah, and he allies himself in the image of Frank Castle. Yeah, I'm doing a, this a problematic be- dude. Yeah. And Frank comes in to stop him and save the people that he is harming. And mm-hmm. the show the show seems to insinuate, like, these characters are different. Like, what are they? 
Yeah, the, but are they? And so I'm where I'm left is, but are they? Right. And and Frank is the hero of the show, but and so we he? will cheer for him. But yeah, so were the, you cheering at the end? I wasn't cheer. I don't know what I was doing. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's why this is good because <laughs> you at the end of Justice League, you were supposed to go. Ah, well, at, at, at the, the end, end of Justice League, I was going. <laughs> but at the end of Punisher, you're kind of like, "Woo, man, that's a pill." I don't even know how to. Where do I go from here? That is a pill, and that is how different stories should leave you. Every story is not, and then at the end, the team gets back together. Yeah, because that doesn't represent all of what comic books are. No, no. So on a practical level, a question that I want to ask you: thirteen episodes. Is that enough? Is that too long? Too little? I think that this was a season where 13 episodes felt right. Hmm. Other seasons d- didn't feel as much. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to tell you right now, please give me more than eight episodes of Insecure Season 3. Mm-hmm. And give me more than a half hour. Yeah, You know what I mean? We're doing a lot with a half hour. We're doing a lot with eight episodes. But there's a real point where I'm like, come on, Issa, g- give me more. Give me some more, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. But I didn't feel like that with... Um, uh, uh, it, I, Iron Fist definitely. Iron Fist was just like, "What is this about?" Well, I I felt Let's the same. Go when we first got Daredevil. It was thirteen episodes because hey, that's a TV season, mm-hmm. and it was the first Marvel Netflix. So you know, what are you going to do? This is right. how many episodes it takes to tell this story. Yeah, I'm on. Mm-hmm. When I started realizing, okay, Jessica Jones thirteen, okay, Luke Cage thirteen, okay, Daredevil season two thirteen, Iron Fist, Defenders. Defenders all of them, eight, right? All uh, defenders had fewer, yeah. But all of them had slow down. All of them had moments when it was just stretching things. I felt that out. Luke Cage. I was like, can we just go ahead and get this guy taken care of? And get anyone him, get out of that? Get, get him out of. Get him out of the French. Get him out of the fryer. Right. <sighs> Come on, get him up out of there. And let's, yeah. Let's go punch somebody. I felt. I felt less of that strain and that stretch on Punisher. Agreed. Although I think it could have tightened up some. There are some things that happen, not whole entire episodes, but there are things that happen in the show that I think we could have easily edited out and I wouldn't know the difference. Mm -hmm. So 13 is still a lot. I think we could have condensed this to 10, in my opinion. And this is also coming off the heels of watching Stranger Things. That was nine episodes. And one of those episodes was like, Pretty weird. Yeah. And out there. Seven, right? Yeah, episode seven. The X-Men episode. So, you know, we we pulled off that whole show with if uh, essentially eight episodes. Mm-hmm. So I think I think 13 was maybe a little long, but I didn't feel the same strain, which is good. But damn, that's a lot. Um, and there were a lot of times where I thought the climax, we, we had reached it. Like the episode 10... Was, I, I agree. I felt episode eight times. was amazing. Episode ten was amazing. Episode twelve, I was like, "Oh, I guess that's it. We're over. It's it." Oh wait, there's a whole nother episode. You know what it felt like? It felt like the end of the movie, where like you have the fatal wound, you heal, final boss, and then it was like, "I'm back." Yeah, fatal wound, heal, boss fight. Yeah, I'm back. Fatal wound, heal, 
boss. Like he first, they time, had the fatal wound boss fight like three times. The first time I ever encountered that in a video game, Super Nintendo Donkey Kong, and you got to fight King K. Rule, this alligator with like a uh, uh, king's crown on mm-hmm. his head, and he's got the robes and all this John, mm-hmm. and you beat him, and he's down. You're like, yeah, be Donkey Kong. And then he gets back up. You're like, whoa, ho, hold up. What? Yeah. And there were a couple of King K. Rule moments in this. Yeah. And I, I think all told, it still worked. And I still enjoyed each episode in, in its own way. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, something about like all the time we spent in some flashbacks, all the time we spent with Billy, all the time we spent with the families, all the time we spent going to find Gunner and some of the other guys in the yeah, troop. You yeah. Know, there was a lot of time spent that I think we could have condensed. I get that. I get that. Yeah, that's that's stuff that could have been handled with a with an email or a text message or a phone call. And keep in mind. Yeah, so glad you said that. Yeah. Keep in mind. Batman discovered the, all of the members of the Justice League as an email attachment. We're going to talk about what's going on with Batman <laughs> in episode 81. There's some stuff going on with Batman. Um, anything in particular that you you really liked or or didn't like or you you want to bring up about the rest of the show? Vi- the, the fight scenes Way better than Iron Fist. Fight scenes were dope. How you gonna be the master of Kunlun and Iron Fist? I mean, you can't fight Yo, half if, as entertaining. I'm gonna tell you right now, if Danny Rand ran into Punisher, if Danny so, Rand is dead. Yeah, Period. I hate that man. I Period. hate that Octavius. Yeah, that shouldn't be that way. Yeah, man. Like, there's no way. I mean, but we saw like when Punisher went up against Daredevil. Yeah, like Daredevil and Punisher were going toe to toe. You know, Danny Rand can't go to toe to toe with anybody. So the action scenes, the fight scenes, were great. They were good. All of the actors were great. John Barenthal <sighs> crushed it. Really, I did. mean that he. I think this is a canon shifting portrayal of the Punisher. Yeah. I think this is now. That's the voice I'm going to hear when I read the Punisher. You know, they're even drawing him like John Bernthal in the comics now. Mm. Brand new Punisher is out, and they're they're drawing him like John Bernthal. Yeah, yeah, like he he's he's War Machine now in the comics. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm I'm John Bernthal, his acting performance. I mean, that was what made me most excited about the Punisher was the fact that John Bernthal was playing him. Yeah, and he does such a great job. Yeah, so it it is it, just so well acted, man. Yeah, like there and, were and no, there it, were nobody, nobody was weak, and it, at no. no point was I like, no, I don't buy it. Yeah, there the, was never any, I don't buy it. I was really kind of like, man, this is kind of like watching The Wire. There was only one situation that didn't fit for me. Okay. But this is getting a little nitpicky. But when Madani finds out that Billy Russo killed Sam Stein. And Madani has had this sexual relationship with Billy for a while. You know, they be, they had this fling going on. They had this relationship that I I believed that the passion was there. Those sex scenes were like what uh, on Netflix? Yeah, wow, it was doing it. And so like all of that stuff. But when she does discover that it's Billy Russo, I think the first time she had brought that up, they, they were in an interrogation room, mm-hmm. and she brought it up, and it was kind of cold. And I'm like, I feel like you should be going through some stuff because you went through some stuff when your partner was killed when Sam. Stein was killed. She was like, I'm going to be a recluse. I'm staying in my place. Mm. I'm not going to his funeral. Mm-hmm. I got to talk to my mom. Yeah. I believed all that. And I felt like I, I would have felt a different kind of way if my lover was the person who was responsible for this. Um, that was one of the only things that I, I was raising my eyebrow toward. I want to shout out the guy who plays Micro. 
One yeah. of my favorite scenes. Yeah. I thought Micro would be annoying. Micro, and, stay with a robe on. And it worked. He had the whole stay with a robe season. On. One of my favorite scenes in the entire show was when they were getting drunk. Uh, Frank and Micro getting drunk talking about how they met their wives. Mm-hmm. And I just bought it. The whole thing, man. Yeah. And it yeah. just... It, Great I, actors. I felt it. The best actors in all of the Marvel... DC, I mean Marvel, DC, Marvel, Netflix. Like I love this. This is these. This is the best. Yeah, that's what I mean when this is the best show. Yeah, like I buy this the most out of everything. It's gonna be hard for me to go to Iron Fist season two. I don't know. It's gonna be hard. <laughs> for me it's gonna to, be hard for anybody. To go, I mean, it's gonna be hard for me to go to Luke Cage from this. Yeah, you know what I mean because this just bumped the bar up. Yeah, to go because I mean this guy, these guys killed it. Yeah, they did. Yeah. They absolutely did. I also liked episode 10 when they were running that whole like, the, the format of the episode where this is the same events uh, played over and yes. over from different perspectives. That was good. Now, I've seen other shows do that, I think, a little bit more artfully. Mm-hmm. I think of um, the show Master of None. Season two of Master of None, the Aziz Ansari show. Yep. They do an episode called I Love New York. Mm-hmm. And it was one of the most brilliantly shot in that format. Same 24 hours from totally different perspectives. Right. I think they could have done it a little bit de- better, but I like the ambition. I want to mm-hmm. see that mm-hmm. yeah. in more Marvel shows. Show me those kinds of stories. Show me how that plays out. This is a step in the right direction, though. There were a couple, thi- uh, a couple times during the season when I was actually confused by what was happening, and I had to wait almost... Almost four episodes later to get an explanation. Like the sting in episode eight when Madani and everybody shows up. Mm-hmm. And then Anvil and Billy Russo, they show up and they have the gunfight in the warehouse. You didn't understand that? Well, at first I was like, what is, I why? Saw, as soon as they sat down in that room and started talking free like that, I was like, well, the bug is in here. Well, so yeah, when they were setting up the bug. They're set, they're trying to, try to distract them so that they can. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm just going to chalk that one up to watching a show for 13 hours sometimes means... Your attention drifts. So I'm just going to chalk it up to that. You binge watch a show and you miss things. But uh, when they started coming through, back, uh, coming back to it later, I'm like, ah, mm-hmm. yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Um, other notes: Don't ever let Frank Castle give you a pep talk because he gives the worst pep talks <sighs> in Yo. the history. In the history. This of- dude was about to kill that little boy. Yeah. He wasn't going. You know what I'm going to do with this knife? (laughs) Like Frank, Pete. You a big man? Why? You a big man? (laughs) Yeah. You feel big now? Oh my god! I just want. I don't have any friends. (laughs) Oh, I was going to kill you. Let me just give you a hug. I guess. Even when he was talking to Lewis, and Lewis was like, "Sometimes I'm just like, I'm, I'm just going to kill myself. I'm gonna, I'm gonna blow up this bomb." And Frank says, "Do it, brother!" I'm like Frank, he's like, you, he's like, he's like, "Come on, kid, you can do it." What? Like, what? Hey, I, I, that was something that I didn't understand. No, why did he do that? I and why think, did he watch him? I don't know. I don't quite. He knew he was going to blow up, and he knew he was going to run away. I think he was. You know what? I think. I think the way I took it was. There was a level of brotherhood in this is an acceptable way out. Hmm. And man, that troubles me. You <laughs> have gone so far to this direction that, as we say on the show, you know what time it is. Sure. So there was almost like a brotherhood in, all right, kids, you're going to do it? Okay. Yeah. And he's like, you're struggling with it. You can, I mean, you can do it. We, you're not the first guy who's killed themselves. 
You know what I'm saying? Like in light of what happens here. Now, yes, that was troubling. And I think part of the reason why it was hard for me to understand is because it's so foreign to me. Mm -hmm. It's not a concept. That's not what a superhero would do. Well, not even superhero. It's just, I can't fathom me encouraging you to kill yourself. Sure. I can't fathom that. No. Or me kind of being like, come on, Adam, you can do it. Yeah. Like that just doesn't, that doesn't. But as I'm putting, putting the characters together, he's like, well, you know, I'm going to kill you. Mm-hmm. If you if you stay in there, I'm going either I'm going to kill you. The cops are coming. So if you're going to kill yourself, do it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Or I, even even using that as a sense to kill him. Kind of like, yeah, do it, do it, do it, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. That's another one I don't have to deal with. But again, all of that is like a whoa, man. Frank Castle clearly has a different relationship with death yeah. than, than Adam does. Yes. So there are a lot of things I'm looking at. I'm like, man, I'm not hiring you to give a speech at my wedding. You are not, you are not permitted to give a speech at this graduation ceremony. Yeah. You give some truly awful advice, yeah. even though I'm in debt to you for saving my life. Thank you. But, oh, man. And last, my last takeaway Frank Castle is a low-key crafter. He, You know he's got to pull around a, a skull stencil with him Whoa. when he is ready to just paint his clothes. I mean, that that is... Think about that. That is quite a piece. So this is one of the ways I think that he is, he's learned how to, to cope with the world after coming home from the war. He's he's crafting. He's straight crafting. And other people look at him like, you put a skull, you put a skull on your chest? Like, you ready to go to war and finish your story? And you're over here painting your clothes? Okay, man. <laughs> okay. You got to do what you got to do. I guess. Maybe if that, maybe if arts and crafts is, was able to get you from, you know, one way, one side of the city <laughs> to the other side of the city without killing a cat burglar. Yeah. You know, but this goes to um, really ask the question about how do we feel about justice? Mm-hmm. How do we feel about injustice? How do we feel about revenge? How do we feel about vengeance? Sure. You know, those are, the questions that I that I walk away with, which is sure. like, you know, do I turn the other cheek? Mm-hmm. How many times? Sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, literally. I, if someone takes something from me, hurts me, harms me, does me wrong, what do I do? Mm-hmm. How, I mean, where does self defense come in? Sure. Why doesn't Batman just kill the Joker? Right. You know, like, right, right. What is Superman? A good guy, if he literally just puts somebody in jail over and over and over again, they keep breaking out mm-hmm. and you keep letting them do it. You know what I'm saying? Is that even your job? Is 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 vengeance your job? Is revenge your job? Mm-hmm. Is punishment your job? Is judgment your job? Is coming to a conclusion your job? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Those yeah. are real. Those are real questions that I think the character of the Punisher brings up. You know, sidebar, judge, dread, judge, jury, executioner. Sure. Similar kind of thing. Like, do we have that right? Sure. You know, is that up to us? Are you willing to defend your family? Are you willing to put your life on the line to defend your family? Yeah. Is it right to even do so? All of those things are questions that this brings up that truly bring me back to my foundation and my faith, which is like, this is, these are the things, this is the, this is the paradigm through which I see the world. And this is how everything filters through this. Yeah. 
You know, that, absolutely. Got to have something outside of how I feel in the moment. Absolutely, absolutely. And I and I do stand by this. I think the best way to watch this show, I mean, you be, enjoy the show and be surprised by some of the depths that yep. they plumb and and how thoroughly they they investigate some of these these uh, characters. And then take a moment to look at yourself in the mirror and ask, who, who are you? What is your relationship to all this? What yeah. are you thinking about? Yeah. And the other thing is, it's a good show. So even if you don't want to think that deeply about it, don't feel pressure from us to do that. Yeah. This is just us being us. If you just watched it because you enjoyed it, I think that's totally okay. Mm-hmm. If you thought it was a good, you know, action, crime, you know, suspense, vigilante story, and you're just into that, that's cool too. Yeah. I mean, because there's a level of it that's, it, it's just, I just enjoyed the storytelling. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And it's not that deep. But as I... As I was watching it, I wasn't thinking, oh, that's so deep. Oh, this is so deep. But there was a level to where I was kind of like, Dag, okay. This is all just kind of my internal monologue. I'm not sitting there processing and thinking about it hard. But after it's done, that's normally when I really sit down and go, oh, man, okay. Yeah. So, huh. Interesting. The the character from the first episode uh, who gets hired at the construction site, and damn near killed when they, they, they run that little heist badly. Yeah, yeah. And they throw him in the cement mixer. Yeah. Did he ever come back in the, the course of the rest of the show? No. I was hoping to see him again. Yeah, we never know. I, I was hoping to see him again because he was rescued he by had, Frank. He had a bag full of money. Yeah, he has a bag full of money. So? He was rescued by Frank. And that was the first time we got to see, you know, other than the, I think, opening sequence when Frank is in his battle van and running yeah, yeah. over people and the right. sniper rifle shot from across the U.S. border. That was like that. Oh. You know what that did? That set me up to think I was watching a different show. It mm-hmm. tricked me again because mm-hmm. I saw that. And I'm like, oh, here we go. The Punisher. And then they started laying out a completely different deck of cards. But I, I was hoping to see that that character. Again. Yeah, they showed you who he was and then they explained to you why. Yeah, definitely. Which is, which is steep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Punisher, your letter grade. All right, letter grade for The Punisher, B. Definitely above average. Oh, yeah. Definitely an above average show. Is it the best show I've ever seen, best movie I've ever seen? No, but it is very, very good. Best thing that Marvel Netflix has put together. Mm -hmm. Um, Way better than um, Young Kun Lun. (laughs) Way better. Way better. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, it's it's a B for me. What you got? I'm giving a C plus. Really? Yeah. I... I liked it a lot more than I expected to like it. Okay. As far as the Marvel Netflix shows go, I like Daredevil season one the most of all of them. I really enjoyed what they did. I like the introduction to this format of a Marvel show. Mm-hmm. It impressed me so much. I like the costume. I like the, the comics. I like the grittiness. Yep. All that stuff worked for me yep. in a way. This showed me that Marvel can, if they choose to, yeah. they can make a really good, thoughtful different unique program this was like and a, i'm this impressed was like a logan and i think it was i think it was good and i think it was reaching out of just good yeah and i think this was like i, I just said a second ago, it's, it's in the vein of what they did with logan mm-hmm. you know it's like wolverine is this guy but why yeah you know sure what's the what's the depths of who he is it's not i don't think it's as good as logan yeah but i definitely think you know, it's mm-hmm. really, 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 really good. Do you think they'll bring him back for Punisher season two? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is gonna do. I think this is gonna do really well. They created the supervillain. They they took all thirteen episodes and they made Jigsaw. Yeah, and I was 
I was kind of into that. You ever looked at Jigsaw? Jigsaw, yo. Jigsaw last time I saw, last time mess. I saw Jigsaw was 2008, and it was played by McNulty. Yeah, that was a different Jigsaw. But Jig, Jigsaw has been drawn different ways in the comics. Jigsaw yeah. is terrifying. I liked some of the Easter eggs in this show mm-hmm. when Madani is. They just had sex, and Madani is looking at his scars, and she's like, "All these scars on your body, and not one on your pretty face." Mm-hmm. And I was like, Ugh. "Did you <laughs> see the joint where?" He smashed Frank smashed the guy. In, he he came in with the grenade. Yeah, but he smashed the guy on the like the pinball machine. No, I didn't mention. I, I, yeah, I so you know, like attention. the vision of Frank, and he puts the grenade in the guy's mouth. Yeah, and they're the, so they did that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, there are a couple. Uh, there are probably many more in there. Yeah, somebody's going to do a YouTube video. Breeze pass. Yeah. yeah well done. Well, well, well done. That is our special CBJ binge series review for. Marvel's wait, Marvel? Marvel's Netflix's Punisher's John Mar- presented by John, John Berenthal. Yeah, and I don't know. Marvel's <laughs> The Punisher. That's right. Season one. Mm-hmm. Adam gives it a C plus. I give it a B. What do you give it, Internet? What is your letter grade? A B C D F. Again, A one of the best TV shows and movies you've ever seen. B above average. C average. D below average. F. God's one of, of the worst, yes, of one of the worst things that you have ever seen. That's right. Keep in mind, C is not bad. C is average. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what it means is average. We're excited to hear what you guys think. Let us know on Twitter at Octavius A. Newman, at Adam Tedderis, at Comic Book Junto. Let us know what your letter grade is there. Send us emails, comicbookjunto at barefoot.com. That's B3ARFRUIT.com. And. This has been good. This has been good. We're actually binging through stuff and making it. Yeah. I wasn't, I mean, here, here you were. You weren't sure I was going to be able to do this. Yeah. Let me tell you what my Saturday looked like. It looked like a skull just emblazoned on a bulletproof vest. Just blood and guts. 13 damn episodes. Did Tim, you watch Tim, all of it in one day? Not all in one day. I, ha- I watched only two episodes on Sunday morning. You watched... A lot of Punisher. 11 hours of Punisher on Saturday? Oh, watch. Look at my eyeballs. They look like skulls right Yeah, I did it. That's right. 11 hours. That's right. All right. I was in the muck, man. I seen some shit. (laughs) 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 All right. And and on that note, (laughs) this is our episode. We're going to shut it down. Thank you guys for sticking with us. Let us know what your letter grade is. Thank you all for rolling with us. Again, consider... Adding Kampu Junto to your pull list. Continue, consider being a patron and pledging to help Kampu Junto continue to grow, blossom, and flourish. Comic Book Junto, I mean, patreon.com forward slash Comic Book Junto. Thank you very much. We love y'all. Until next time, peace.